All right, we are. Oh, how's that for a starting? Good wait. morning, bang. <laughs> Guys, I've started the podcast while I'm trying to tag live in a story and I'm here I am thinking that it's going to make sense to you guys <laughs> because I think we're, oh wow. Starts Sorry. with a bang, literally. Starts with a bang, we, as usual. Mm. So welcome everyone. I'm very excited about today's episode just because it is the 2020 wrap up and we've got Liv in the studio yet again because we love her so much. Illy so much. Hello. Hello, it me. <laughs> it me, hello. So yeah, very exciting. Um... And yeah, 2020 wrap up, what I did is I jumped on my stories like two days ago and I got you guys to just ask questions of what you think we should be discussing about the 2020 wrap up. I got about like 300, but some of them are not relevant to like a yearly wrap up. So we'll just obviously stick to the relevant ones. But before we do that, we're just going to have a little chat about the year that was. I'm very excited. What a fucking year. What a year. This whole year. Firstly, where did it go? And it's December. It's so weird because it's like, where did it go? But at the same time, it feels like Mardi Gras, remember? In Mar- like, that oh, yeah. feels like so long ago. Yeah, it does actually. That's you know? true. Mm. It's like... But still, I feel like it was May a second ago. I know. I know. Mm. It's so... It's... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But despite all the hecticness, mm. it has been a, a very, very, very massive Eventful year. year. Growth. Oh, I think for both of us. Growth. We yeah. were tiny little leaves. Now we're full-blown fiddly figs. Oh, my fiddly fig is struggling. We're going to repot it. It's okay. Yeah, we need to Mine's repot. thriving, obviously. Oh, I've got two. And they're beautiful, mm. but they're just not growing at the rate I want them to grow, which we- is not at all. <laughs> Why have they been the same size since you moved in May? Don't. I know. Guys, if you... Oh, honestly, I think I need to repot. We'll repot it. It's okay. Anyway, planting with Liv and Alexis. Oh, that's so cute. That's the thing. We should have an Instagram page just about it. Who would take advice from me? I'm like, I've had this fiddle leaf fig for two years and it's not grown one centimetre. I mean, I take a lot of advice for you about gardening. Gardening, no. No, no. no. <laughs> okay, we're not going to do that. Um, okay, so let's take it from the top of the year. Let's go with you. The year that was. The year that was. Where do I start? Where do we start? So we both used to live in Surrey Hills. Surprise, surprise, not together. Though, I think a lot of people thought that we, you know, lived in the same bed. I don't understand why they wouldn't. We were together 24-7. 24-7. Because we lived, like, like three spot, blocks three apart. Three blocks apart. Very close. We used to meet for coffee every single morning at 7 o'clock. At our favourite our At our favourite cafe, at our favorite cafe yeah. Calais, in Surrey mm. Hills. <sighs> it's a vibe. Calais. Go there. Yeah. So, that was at the start of the year. Then, within that year... I had planned, and I'm going to go into this, so I don't want to delve in too deep because I do want to talk about this. Someone asked me, like, what's something that went wrong that ended up being a good thing? Mm. Because I was supposed to move to the US this year. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to delve into that a little bit, in a little bit. But because of that, I was like, I'll stay in Surrey Hills. I was living in a a share house with two other girls, Mm. and I was just ready to move out on my own. But because I I had this move planned... To NYC, I was like, oh, we'll just wait. I'll obviously, which just I wait. was adamantly against, by the way. I campaigned yes. constantly to get her to stay, and look what I did. I manifested it. <laughs> you manifested a, a global pandemic, pandemic to, keep to get me to stay. I'm a white witch. Oh my god! But but you were going to leave to London. That's so. true. Yeah. So we were both going to go our separate ways. Yeah. Which would have been devastating. Can you imagine? No, I actually can't. <laughs> that would be so hectic. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I like had all these plans to move back to London and go back and jump back into media over there and do that. But mm. then literally March hit 
And I was like, guess not. And you're like, lol, that's not going to happen. And I feel like, so, okay, March was when everything started happening. Yeah. I was going to go to Mexico for yeah. Lucy's 30th. Mm-hmm. The whole trip was planned. I was doing LA for a week, Mexico. That was going to be in April. It was, mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. And I remember... When COVID hit and they were like, oh, we're suspending flights. We, this is how we had no idea of how big it was going to be. Because yeah. we were thinking, should we try and get a refund now? Or should we just wait a little bit longer to see if they reopen things? Like that's how by March we still had no idea that it was going to be a full global shutdown. Mm. Like I think we we're still in that idea of, because there have been other not pandemics, but other kind of things, you know, like there was the swine flu, there was, you know, there's been things that have gone around that have not shut the world down. So yeah. I think we looked at it like, I wonder if this is another thing like that. Let's like just, Ebola or like... Exactly. Mm. So let's just maybe hold off and not refund those tickets because, you know, big chance that it's going to open up. Coachella yeah. got postponed for six months and mm. then obviously that never happened in October. You know, all these things were just like, oh, we'll push it a little bit, we'll push it a little bit. What a crazy and, year. Yeah, no one, nobody would have expected this. Yeah. And it has. And I know how tough it's been for so many people, but you and I have been quite lucky. We've been very lucky. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So then I think when that didn't happen, mm. we were still very much like, well, we're still going to move in like August yeah. and whatever. And then it really started, you know, like the lockdown, everything was happening, everything was shutting down. My job changed. I was teaching reformer politis at Vive Active and then obviously we had to close. But I was lucky that... I was on JobKeeper and we were going in and doing like online classes. Yeah. So we were still going, I was still going in most days and teaching two classes mm. um, instead of like, you know, I was teaching normally 20 a week, but whatever. Mm. So I still had the job and it was good because I could still, because it was work, I could still see like the core team, which was like four of us. So that yeah. was very good. You then went... I went totally rogue. So I ended up moving out of my... So I lived in Surrey Hills with these amazing guys. Ended up moving home to my dad's to be like, I'll just stay there until I move to London. Lol. No. Lol. So then ended up was hanging out at home during the whole of lockdown, which is good because you were in Woolloomooloo by this point. No, oh, not, no, you no, no, I was in Surrey Hills. Still. We still saw each other a lot though, which is lucky. Yeah, because that's when you started working from home, remember? That's right. And I launched my online workouts and you were the pleb body in every video on your dad's balcony. Still am. Very oh. much a pleb. I actually miss those times. It, that's when it feels like long ago. That does. We you know, bring those like back I though. actually, I always say to myself, like often the times where I'm trying to hustle and launch something and it's like grassroots and I'm not really succeeding and whatever. Yeah. They're always the times when I look back and I had the most fun. It was so, so we did have a good yeah. time. So even though I just was starting it, I wasn't killing it yet with the online workouts. I was building a, a base. Yeah. I remember when we were doing it, I was thinking, this is going to be something I'm going to look back on and love it so much. So I'm mm. glad that I had that head, that I was in that headspace. Yeah. Because so often, don't get me wrong, now that things are going infinitely better for me now, I'm loving where I am now and I'm very appreciative. It was literally like a platform. You've just like yeah. springboarded up, up, up since then. Yeah. Like amazing. It's been wild actually mm-hmm. this year. And I'm going to break down all the like milestones because someone did ask what are the milestones that you've had this year. Mm. So let's do it. Let's start with you. Go. Okay. My milestones. Your milestones this year. And think from, from, from everything. We're talking relationships, personal growth, career, like everything. It's hard to say like, oh God, you know how good my memory is. I feel like the year started off okay. I'd just been promoted at the end of last year. So I was like stepping into this new role, loving it, really thriving, stepping up. And then the pandemic happened, started working from home and moved back to my dad's. That's definitely a big milestone for me. Huge. 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 And then I think I obviously had this weird kind of really tough time in the middle of the year with a bit of a 
like a fucking hectic situation. (laughs) (laughs) And from that, I literally went so inwards and took a really hard look at myself and was like, what do you actually want? And I think if I have to talk about a big milestone for me, that was probably it. And through that milestone as well, I also really learned to appreciate my friends and family and how supportive Mm. my network is. I've never received support like that from anyone in my life. Yeah. yeah. So blessed. And then moving, obviously moving into my own place. Yeah, huge. Um, That's definitely a big milestone. We live around the corner from each other still. Thrilled. We're thrilled. Thrilled. Thank God for that. What else? I don't know. So uh, this is what I think we should do. You do your yearly wrap-up, which you're still currently doing, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to give you my overview (laughs) of your year. Oh, and then vice versa. Okay. So continue. Um, oh, yeah. So moved into the house, started like going back into the office, which isn't exactly a milestone, but it was kind of a sign that we're returning to normality, which we really are now. Mm. Then I think another milestone would be deciding that I'm going to start my own business, which I'm in the process of doing and I'm yes. very excited. I'm so excited. So excited. Um, and I th- oh, obviously – in the middle of the year, we had my 30 and a half. That was a big moment for we me. We love that. They put us in lockdown a week before my 30th. Like, what – on what world like, what the would f- they do – like, so mean. Mm. It was, like, torture to me. Like, I love celebrating <laughs> myself, <laughs> my birthday. It's all about me. It was so shit. So, I don't know. Oh, and I had, like, a few trips up to, like, Byron and yeah. stuff like that. But, like, all in all, career-wise, I'd say I've been pretty stagnant but very lucky, like, yes. this year. I think next year is going to be a bigger year for me for that. I think this year for me was all about like self-growth, learning about myself and my wants and yeah. what I want to get out of life. Yeah. And what I actually, what I expect of myself. Totally. Mm. So my wrap up for you, oh I think that you've, you're a little bit hard on yourself when you say that your career was stagnant this year. So Liv's company had a lot of, um, they've stood down a lot of people and mm. let a lot of people go. Whereas you maintained this like position where no one could get rid of you. Like I feel that while it doesn't feel that you grew because your company wasn't in a position to allow that growth because of yeah. the pandemic, you have been killing it and hitting all these targets during it. So I think you've had massive growth while it doesn't, while you can't see it on paper. Yeah. In the sense I'm like that- like a cockroach, you can't get rid of me. <laughs> like, I survive an atomic bomb. <laughs> So I think career-wise, you've, you've done really well. You've expanded mindset-wise for career because you're going to launch your own thing, which mm. is, we're all very thrilled about, so stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Personally, you've had some massive, massive, massive Nox. growth. Nox like and growth, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You've, I think you've really come into your own in the sense of like you're so good at, I don't know, you're way, not that you were massively anxious, but you're way oh, less anxious. I 100% was. Lester's on bloody Prozac, for God's sake. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I might as well be. Last year, you had all these bouts of anxious times. Yeah. So it's not like you have chronic anxiety, but things that were stressful would, like, like spike your anxiety. And you'd be spiral. like, I'm stressed, I'm anxious, I'm stressed. For no reason, too. Yeah, for no legitimate, like, mm. decent, hectic reason. I think it was just like, whereas this year that's completely disappeared. You've been really good at being very accountable and looking in at your own feelings. You've had like Mm. massive personal growth. You're really good at calling yourself out on shit and noticing it straight away. Like you can identify things really, really quickly about yourself and change it or, you know, so you've been overall so much happier. You had that hectic thing happen in the middle of the year and that has caused you to grow even faster. It's been incredible for you. It was a fucking blessing. Blessing in disguise, for sure. Not at the Time. At the time, I was dark, like, dark cloud. 
Uh, I wasn't posting on social and everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, no. Yeah. No, actually, no, <laughs> I'm not. But yeah, so that was incredible for your growth. Mm. And this is one of those things where it's like you go through a really tough time. And at the time you're like, why did this happen? This is fucked. This is fucked. Yeah. And it still never makes the situation great. But the growth and the learnings that you've had from that have been incredible. Mm. You've moved out to your own place. Yep. That's amazing. We love it. We Guys, love if, it. If anyone's considering moving out on their own, do it. Yeah, I couldn't recommend it higher. Agreed. I love it so much. It is the biggest flex. It's the best. Oh, love it so it's much. It's the best. Mm-hmm. So you've moved out of your own home. Coming to the end of the year, you've severed all ties with all men. As, as in, like, any man that she was kind of like, is this a thing? Is it not? Is it whatever? Because the thing about Liv is that Liv is in a situation where she's like, I'm not hunting down a man. I don't need a boyfriend. But I'm now in a place where I'm loving my life and I'm very open and receptive and it would be beautiful to have a healthy, lovely, beautiful relationship. Yeah. So I'm open and ready for that. Yeah. I'm not going to hunt it down or seek it out and I'm not no. desperate. But now I think you've put it out there being like, because I think we go through phases and I've gone through phases where I'm like, I don't need a boyfriend. I don't want a boyfriend. I don't blah, blah, blah. But now it's like this nice place that you can kind of settle into being like, no, I'm definitely open and receptive and so ready for it. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, casual right sex we love. We love it so much. We I'm love the that biggest shit. advocate. But I've just decided that, that that's not what I want anymore. Yeah. And we were kind of thinking like, are you then blocking what you're trying to like, you know, mm. create for yourself, you know, possibly. Mm-hmm. Because... So, yeah, so Liv basically did a whole cull. I did of a full-on deep cleanse. I mean, we all the guys that you were either messaging or have been seeing in the past or currently were seeing. Well, ones we've still got to deal with. But that's fine. We need to sever that one. We tried. Came we back. did try. Came back. <laughs> On Tuesday. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, stunning. Oh, he'll be, like, thrilled I mentioned. <laughs> hey, at least it's not... The one that shall not be named. <laughs> I was going to say it because we've got a nickname for all, all all the men in Liv's life we have a nickname for. We have for. some cooked we fucking some names. We have some great nicknames. We've got a friend and she's she was sleeping with this guy and we've named him Stunning Shaft. Because apparently he's got the best penis in the eastern suburbs. Yeah. And then we had Gentle Justin. That was one of yours. Gentle Justin. Good times. Killy. We had the we've Christian got, Sniper. The Christian Sniper. We've got, what is it? We've got <laughs> OG 2.0. Yeah. Irish. 21-year-old. 21-year-old. <laughs> I think we need to go. No, no, no. There's going to be a whole other podcast called <laughs> The 21-year-old. 22 now. Thrilled. Yeah, but he'll forever be The 21-year-old. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, The Brazilian. My favourite story. Oh. Guys, we actually, I almost started a podcast late last year with yes. my friend Mel with all my dating stories and all of her dating stories. Oh, my God. And honestly, I, we bought the domain. And it yeah. just renewed. And I'm like, is this a is sign? Is this a sign? I think it's a sign. I think you should do it. China guy, how could we forget? Guys, I flew to China for a first date. Can we just... Yeah, she flew to China. But that, yeah, I I was going to say, that was this year. It was definitely not this year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so you've had a great year. Severed many ties with many many men that needed to be But also met some really fucking great people along the way. Oh, we've had some great friends. Mm. Great, Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, it has. So overall, it's been a great fucking year. Can I dog on Prozac. My dog... (laughs) Lest, okay, I never thought I'd be one of these people who's like, my dog's on Prozac. If any of you follow me and have seen the shit that he does to my apartment, you know why he's on Prozac. But what annoys me is a lot of people like, don't leave your dog alone. We've gone out for 10 minutes, 10 minutes to the clock, returned back to the apartment, yeah. trashed. So Trash, it's like, yeah. it's no, no, this thing. is not a dog that's been abandoned for hours and hours and hours and he's lost his shit. It's separation anxiety and we literally step out and it's trashed. Yeah. You I've know? been to the vet. I've sought medical guidance. Yeah. <laughs> Been prescribed Prozac. Yeah, Prozac. I'm like, can I take this? <laughs> I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Can I do you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah do Oh me. my God, I'm do so me. excited. If you could see me, I'm like rubbing my hands together like a, <laughs> like, like, an, like a little villain. But this has been probably one of the best years for you. In mm. a year that has been completely devastating to a lot of people, yeah. this little caterpillar has blossomed into this stunning angel butterfly. <laughs> And angel. literally flying around like an angel goddess. So obviously the year started off, we were Pilates teacher, mm-hmm. instructor, and you've been doing your uh, master's throughout the whole year, which is also incredible, by the way. Thank like you. anyone going doing uni or like school through this year, props to you. Yeah, that's um, intense. It was it, good though. Good distraction as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was hard to be motivated, but at the same time it was a good thing to like, mm. you know, drop into mm. regularly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And relationships-wise, we had some fun early on. We had the mm-hmm. Christian Sniper. Yes. But yes. also we let that go quite early on. Quite early. Like did we're talking Jan. I love when I'm like, it did not serve us. Us. <laughs> As a collective. Exactly. <laughs> um, then March happens. The pandemic hits. We adapt. We pivot. Mm-hmm. You start doing your online yep, workouts. Um, workouts, which we love. And also, they're still going, right? Yeah, I've changed it though. Like I've just got now a library of like 80 workouts online, but I'm not adding to it anymore. What I'm just psychopath too busy. has 80 workouts? 80. Yeah, 80. That's how many we managed to put down. Good times. <laughs> Do you know once she made me record, okay, I've never been so hungover in my life. Dying. Dying of a hangover. She came over. She was with me the night before. She was just as hungover as I was. Yeah. She's like, we need to record a workout. I was like, fine, let's do it. We record it. Meanwhile, I'm dying. dying. And then she looks at me and goes, it didn't record. I have never and you stared been at me. so you're, like, you're fucked. I was like, this is the end of our friendship. This is where you're we like, part ways. You're like, I'm not doing it again. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm like, Liv, we have to do it again. Like, I have to upload this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It is happening. And Liv's like, look at me like, you're dead to me. Anyway, so then we recorded the entire thing again. And this is hit a 20-minute, like, hit jumping up and down. Intense. Burpees. It was fucked. We nearly vomited. Anyway, we record the second one. And then she when got- I went to look at it, you're like, wait a minute. So my phone, what had happened was I recorded it. But then when I went to open it in my phone, it was not in the library. It was gone. It was like hidden or something. It had like, maybe it was a glitch and it wasn't appearing in the library. But then we recorded the second one. And then when I went to look at it, they were both there. You don't see my face. Even now, I'm just reliving it. I'm so angry again all of a sudden. And the first video was there. Anyway, I digress. So we did the online workouts. Then you moved to Bullamaloo, which we love. Yes, in June. I love that so much. She is the most beautiful Oh, I launched the place. podcast. Fuck. The <laughs> Huge. Key moment. <laughs> key, key moment. Launches the podcast, which literally has gone from strength to strength, thanks to you guys, obviously. Mm. I'm going to take some credit too. No, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to me. Thanks to me, it me. No, which has been incredible. And yeah. also, I think, a really amazing outlet for you for your creativity and mm. also to connect with other people. Oh, my God. Amazing. And then you started Mindset Hacks. Yes. Yeah. So and her- that started in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was also a major vibe. We're changing that next year, right? Yeah, we're changing it. So I've already like ended Mindset Hacks. There's still another three modules to be released and then it ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's kind of it. It's still going to be available on the website, but it's I'm going to change it that you can just buy them in packs or something like that because yeah. it's going to be 28 in total. 28. Like, there's been 28. Crazy. Anyway, so I thought I'm going to end it because I'm all. you've just got to keep growing and expanding and growing and there's like yeah. a different model that I want to run next to you. It's going to be completely different, way more interactive. I think it's way, better. Yeah. It's going to be way way better. better. They're going to love it. Yeah. And Mm. then probably one of the biggest key milestones of this year is when you resigned from your your day-to-day job. Huge milestone. To become a full-time podcaster. Which is a fucking vibe. Are you kidding? I couldn't believe it. And people, when people say, oh, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I said, oh, I'm a podcaster. Oh, full-time. I'm like, yeah. When did you start it? 
March and they're like, what? It's, yeah. yeah, I don't know anyone who's had growth like this. So it's been props wild. to you, baby. We props, are thrilled. And props to all the listeners. The listeners. The listeners. Yeah, we're thrilled. We are thrilled. And on oh, the book. I was getting there. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> then. <laughs> then. I, there's just so much to cover. I'm like, no, I moved towns. I had a fucked August. <laughs> So there, obviously, then she gets delivered, hand-sealed delivered. I'm sorry, not many people I know get asked to write a book Mm. rather than the other way around where they write a book and they're like, who wants to sell it, buy it, whatever, produce it, publish it? Yeah. This incredible woman finds her via the podcast, props, if you're listening, love you, she, and then gets to write this incredible, which she does whilst finishing her, her, like, last (laughs) semester of neuroscience masters. Good. I'm getting so excited I can't get my words up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so excited for you. <laughs> yeah, and she finishes the book and now it's literally going through its editing phase. So yes. I'm, oh, wait. And then the date. And then the date. And then the date. Oh, my God. And now she has a full-time boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Who we love. Who we love. Tyrone, stunning angel. He's a, he's a stunning angel. He's a really good vibe. Can we just talk about the fact that I white-witched this? Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Guys. If you revert back to the first ever podcast that Liv was on, mm-hmm. which is like friendships, yeah, that, dating that and friendships. banter or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was the two like, I'm going to white witch this. Yeah. And it happened exactly the way I said. Yeah. And that was before I had even met him. That episode came out. I hadn't even met him. Didn't know he existed. Yeah. So I'm literally, guys, if you need me, just shout. If you need Liv to white witch you anything, maybe we should have like white witch events. Ooh. In the park. In the park. It's like, if you want your life white witched, come meet Olivia in the park. She'll be dressed in linen. <laughs> oh my god, guys. With I a l- dog on anti anxiety medication. <laughs> High as a kite. You can't miss her. <laughs> Alone. <laughs> Reading your star chart. I am oh getting better god. at that. Yeah, that's all. You got into astrology way more. I did an astrology course and I did a tarot card reading course. Yeah. Tarot cards are incredible. I'm actually very good at reading other people's cards. Ask me to do my own. Forget she it. She can't read her own cards. Oh, forget She's it. Not, yeah. No, I can't. My, no. It clouds too much. But everyone's cards I've read have been like so super accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is another side hustle. Yeah. I think, yeah. Let's hey, see. I actually think it could be. Mm. So, guys, we're going to actually jump into some questions. Can you recognize my fucking... Sorry, I'm trying to unlock my phone. And it wasn't recognizing my face. But alas, now it has. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's do this. There's literally so I can't. Okay. Okay. Let's let, hit me. Hit me with it. With okay. Real. Let's see. What are the new year resolutions you continue to set and never achieved and why? This is from Stephanie. Step. Illy Steph, firstly, also hard questions. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> really making me look <laughs> look deep down into myself is the first question. I actually have one intention or one goal that I set every single year, and this year is the first year I've actually achieved it, which is read more. I love that. Yeah, that's one of my intentions I set every year. So I set myself a goal of reading 25 books this year, and I just hit 28. Yes, incredible. Whoa, I'm, that's... Very impressive. Is that a flex? That's for me? amazing. Yeah, but you, I'm a big reader. I love reading. I read textbooks. You're like, like a sad, sad. Sausage. Literally, we'll be sitting at the beach. I'll be lying there with my Kindle. She'll pull out this giant <laughs> neuroscience textbook. Literally. But you showed me once there were all these like little things where your mind plays tricks on you. Yeah. Like these pictures. Yeah. Like, here for that, sure. Yeah, because it's really cool. I brought out. I whipped out the vision. 
visual neuroscience. That's it, that's yeah. It. yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, highly recommend that textbook if you're into textbooks. And there's all <laughs> these like cool like optical illusions and it explains how in the brain it works and this and that and lives like a fucking vibe. Oh, so, I love yeah. it when my mind plays tricks on me. Love that shit. Don't I love we it all? when men play tricks on me too. <laughs> you do. And I'm trying to change that about you. Um, New Year's, re- I'm trying to think what mine are. I think. The, a resolution that I've had for years is to work for myself, and now it's actually coming to fruition. This I've wanted amazing. that for so long. You there know, you go look what this year has done. Yeah, I remember when I was in Paris, being like, "How can I just work for myself? How yeah. can I? How can I? How can I?" So I've got like big ideas for next year because now that I finally hit that, yeah. I was going to say, what are you going to do? Like, what's the next resolution? Well, I just want to expand now. Empire. I want to expand. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I think I spoke about this on the last podcast that I went to visit Rachel Dillon yeah, yeah, yeah. at her office. And I was, like, talk about an expander. Mm. She is. Killing so, guys, it. if you don't know, like, I don't know if everyone knows what, what, we're talking, what we mean by saying expanders, but expanders are people around you that basically show you that something's possible. That something's extremely possible and it gets you more into this like possibility action mindset instead of being like limitation mindset. Yeah. So when you have people around you that are succeeding instead of being like, oh, you get it and I don't, that is an expander. So yeah. every time someone's doing something really well around you, especially if it's a friend or someone that you've got contact with and you can talk to, yeah. you have to interpret them as expanders because mm-hmm. that's... Instead of looking at them and coming from a place of lack and being like, they've done it, so, oh, my God, I'll never be able to do that. That's too hard, blah, blah, blah. It's the opposite. It's the opposite. You go, they can do it. I can do it. Yeah, I can do it. I yeah. have. I find expanders everywhere. And the thing is, like, mm. you can find them on social media as well. Totally. Like, if Whether it's whether they're trying to, like, work on or manifest, like, friendships, a new career, like, a relationship, yep. whatever. Yeah. A healthier lifestyle. Definitely. Look at people who have done it before. Because it's proof that you can do it's it It's proof too. that you can do it. And I find that there's a lot of that chat on my Facebook group. Yeah. There's a lot of... People that are like, oh, I need help with the And all these amazing people that are commenting being like, I went through that and this is how I dealt with it. I yeah. went, I, And by the end of it, the person that wrote the original post is like, oh, amazing. Okay, now got, that's an expander. Yeah. You're seeing all these people that have been like, I've gone down that road that you went down. Yeah. And this is how I tackled it or this is now how I've achieved this or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So I feel like Rachel Dillon was a huge fucking expander for me. Mm-hmm. Went in there, saw her space, saw everything. And I'm just like, oh, I'm not like you know how you know me. I don't like talking about things unless I'm actually actioning them. So uh, the probably the only person I'm going to really talk to this about, other than my family, is going to be you. But I've got these <laughs> ideas, mm. big ideas that I want to action in the next maybe twelve months. Yeah, I have to finish uni though to, in order to do this. There's That's absolutely got one no. semester left, girl. Let's yeah. get this shit done. But I'm trying to think. I looked at what she was doing with Bodies by Rachel, and I was like, "Fuck, this is amazing. How could I do this?" For mindset. So mm. I started throwing all these ideas around and I'm kind of, it's very loose, but I'm kind of trying to flesh out some sort of idea around that. It's definitely not fleshed out remotely, so don't get too excited yet. But something's going to happen. I can feel that I'm going to cr- come up with something's something. Gonna yeah. yeah. So that was incredible. We love um, that. So that's probably going to be my resolution for next year. Like, just basically expand. Yeah, we love, oh, you know? what a fucking goal. What I love goal. that. Yeah. yeah. My new one for next year is to be more decisive. Yes. Yes. I am the most indecisive human. So indecisive. Oh, my God. Oh, oh I'm getting definitely God. better. You have see. definitely gotten better. Oh, my God. Definitely. Remember when I tried to change plans like 20 times before I even see you? Yes. A nightmare. And I was like, you are dead to me. Cooked in the yeah. head. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's read more, decisiveness okay. and expanding. We're thrilled. Uh, let's see. No, no, no. No, we kind of covered that. 
I'm schwitzing a little bit. I'm getting nervous. Why? Why? I don't know. I get like nervous put on the spot. Those were hard questions from Stephanie. Yeah, thanks, Stephanie. Also, <laughs> come home, miss you. Uh, no, we, so we've covered all of this. You and I go on tangents. I know. We go on such tangents and we end up covering everything that you guys ask. <laughs> How to not become attached to people you like when you don't even want to commit. Oh. How to not become attached to people you like when you don't even want to commit. That's a bit of a... That's a bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, I was going to say. I feel that that's not possible. I feel like like you you want to be the person that doesn't want to commit, but deep down... You do. You do. Yeah. Because there's no way you'd get attached if you genuinely, if it was a real need of yours. So I think you need to start looking at yourself as to why you're telling yourself you don't want to commit. Yeah, where's that coming from? Where is that coming from? Do Mm -hmm. you think it's... Do you think that you lose a part of yourself by committing? Do you think that, like, ask yourself those questions of, like, why am I saying that I don't want to commit? Because there's no way in hell you'd be getting attached to someone if you genuinely, deep down, calmly, that's just where you, like, your truth was I don't want to commit. Because the way I look at you not wanting to commit is you're just not that into them. I agree. Yeah, if you you genuinely liked someone... You would want to yeah. commit. And I spoke about this in my last podcast. Literally mm. the last episode yeah. was about that. And people that say, oh, I'm just scared of commitment, they're just not into you. So if you're yeah. saying I don't want to commit, you're not into them. Mm. So if you're into them, it's a lie that you don't want to commit. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. commitment is not a lifetime permanent thing. It's saying I'm going to invest myself in this and see where it goes. Commitment mm. could last a week and then you can sever the tie. It mm-hmm. could last 10 years. It could last the rest of your life. Yeah. So. People look at commitment as like a death sentence, you know, like. But also like mm. I'm a big believer in that you put the energy into the people that put energy back into you. Yeah. Whether you like someone or not, if they're not giving you energy, get rid. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. Um, Wise words from the white witch. Yeah. (laughs) Very wise words. How has you, how has your perspective changed after COVID on anything? I think my perspective has changed in that nothing is permanent. Everything is possible of change mm. and that you never actually know the, like what's going on. Like, do you know what I mean? All you can be, really know is how you feel and what's going on with you. Yeah. But like you never know what's going on for other people. Like I feel like I, my vision has been comp- – oh, my God, I just got caught – completely <laughs> expanded Yeah. Yep. in terms of the fragility of everything everything and even society yeah yeah totally 100 percent. and and you realize that i think so okay even like what you place value on yeah what's important to you that's totally changed for me definitely and then i've learned that you know when people always say if you find something you know you've just got to find something that you love doing and then it'll work and i used to always think like Whoa, I fucking, you know, I've been trying to do that all the time. And and now it finally makes sense. That's what I've learned this year. Mm. Because when I started the podcast, my intention behind it was not to make money at all. Mm. Obviously, I was like, oh, it would have been nice. It would be nice. But I was like, this is a true passion project for me. Yeah. So when I started it, I was like, God, I love doing this. And for months, the first like six months or five months, I was not making money 
I was not running ads. I was not making any money off it. And I genuinely loved it. And if someone said to me, this is only ever going to be a passion project with no, I would have done it for the rest of my life. Because yeah. So that's when it started clicking to me. I'm like, this is a prime example of when you do something you love, it all falls into place. So because I was so passionate about it, other people that would hear it would reach out. Every, everyone would resonate. You have deeper connections yeah. with people because you're really invested in something that you that And really it's authentic resonates. to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it, it, things naturally happen. Yeah. And another thing that I really learned during this year because it's been such an up and down year of everything is that don't focus on the journey too much. Appreciate the journey, be present in the journey, Mm. but don't think I need to do step A, B, C, D to get to E. Mm -hmm. You just need to focus on E and then allow and just be and accept and not resist, you know, because the way things have happened for me this year is something I would have absolutely never expected. How things kind of fell into place and how things – and I just – kept working and kept being receptive and open. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm. you still work, you still chip away at it, you're still doing your thing, but you're not thinking, I have to do this to get to this. Yeah. You know? Mm. So I think Yeah. I think even with you wanting to launch your business next year, yeah. you've got the idea of the business, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be too too stuck on how it's happening because mm. you have no idea who you're going to meet tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You have no idea the door you're going to walk through mm. in a week, you mm. know? So it could be you could you could encounter the biggest expander ever. Yeah. This afternoon. You yeah. never know. So you've got to be so receptive. That's why it's good with relationships as well. Like when you meet someone, if you vibe them, nurture that. Exactly. Because you never know how things are going to impact your life. Yeah. So Keyword surrendering. That's yeah. That's a big theme for 2021. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Surrender. All right. Mm. Things that went wrong but actually were a blessing. Do you want to start with that? So, yeah. So for me, this is a huge one for me because of the US thing. So yeah. I want the green card. A few years ago. Yeah. And in order to keep the green card, you have to actually have the US as your main place of residence. Mm -hmm. And I lived there for a few months two years ago. Yeah. But then, and so basically, if you're gone for more than six months, when you re enter the States, basically, you get like heavily questioned. They're like, why did you go? Whatever, you got to prove. If you're gone for more than a year, you lose your green card automatically. Yeah. And the green card is for life if you stick by the rules, right? Mm. Otherwise, they strip it. They strip you off the green card. Yeah. But then there's something called a re-entry permit, and it lets you be gone out of the United States if you're a green card holder for two years without being questioned or anything because you've got a reason. Yeah. Um, and my reason was I got accepted into the master's degree in Sydney, so I presented that at the immigration whatever, and yeah. they were like, yep, that's a legitimate reason. They approved it, and I got issued a re-entry permit. That permit expired in November. So technically, 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 I've lost the green card going by technicality. Because there is a pandemic, I can apply for this waiver visa to say the reason I couldn't re-enter is because there was a, a fucking pandemic. Mm. So it'd be fine. I could get it back. It's not, it's, you know, but they're not, the US has not changed the laws around it. They've not relaxed saying, oh, you know, green card holders, we're just hold, it's a pause. You can re-enter. They've not done that. If you want to re-enter, you still have to go through the process. Yeah. Which is whatever. I was planning before COVID hit on moving to New York in August. Mm-hmm. I was like, the re-entry permit, I was going to defer. My dismay. Yeah, mm. you are not a fan. I was not. actually trying to get you to move with me, remember? I was so close. You I was like, fuck it. Remember right. how you called your mum being like, so I could move to New York this year. If my parents listened to me every time I called them with an idea of what I'm doing, yeah. they would literally. Yeah, they'll be like, fuck. Yeah, I feel I'm like an- I've done that to my parents <laughs> my entire life. I'm starting a new business idea. Yeah, I'm moving to Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm moving to have a one-way ticket to Paris. They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, literally. So that's, yeah. So I was legitimately going to do that. My Mm. lease was running, my my lease at Surrey Hills Mm -hmm. was ending in August. 
Mm. And I thought, perfect. That's mm. it. The lease ends. I go. It's done. I started like just like I had a sub account called New York in my, like in my bank yeah. account. Everything was he- heading Everything in was that there. direction. Yeah. And COVID hit. So obviously all that went out the window. I couldn't do it. So then I thought like I could sit here and sulk and still potentially go because legally I can go because I'm a green card holder. So it's yeah. not like they're not, they can't hold me here. Yeah. I've got friends that are green card holders that have returned back. But the difference is they've actually lived there. So their home is there. Yeah. And they came back at the start of COVID because they weren't sure what was going to happen. But mm. then work-wise they kind of had to return. Mm. So I was like, fuck, what do I do? But I was like, nah, that'd be ridiculous to go, mm. obviously. We don't know what's happening. I can't just go and not know anyone with and not, not be able to, to get a job. Like, it'd be the fucking ridiculous idea. And I'm all for taking a leap, but taking an educated leap, and that would Agreed. not be an educated leap. No, this was a huge sign for you to stay here and look at what's happening. Exactly. The- and so the good thing about that is that for me, I was like, one thing I've learned this year is that if I can't control it, I refuse to dwell on it. I am not fucking dwelling on it. That mm. is a waste of time and we time you're that. never going to get back. That's ever. a vibe, yeah. So when that happened, I was like, I'm not even going to get upset about it. Mm. Why? Why? What's the point? What do I achieve? Mm. It's different if I was like, I can control this. This is so out of my control that if I started whinging that I can't get to New York when all these people <laughs> are like losing their jobs and shit. Like I was like, don't be a pathetic weak dog you know just yeah exactly deal with it also don't give that if it's if you can't it's out of your control stop giving it energy Move stop on. giving it energy mm-hmm. you know it's one of those things that this is where this is a prime example of what i talk about about taking ownership and accountability mm-hmm. over something that's not in your control because i think a lot of people think being like but i didn't do this so why do i have to take ownership this is what i mean you take ownership on how you deal with it yeah. you know so when something shitty happens you don't have to take the blame I hate blame. I hate the word blame. You don't take the blame. But you can own what you're going to do about it. Yeah. And stop being like, oh, well, I'm just going to be sad now because I'm the victim of this situation. I'm a victim. I'm a victim. Yeah, but I'm who does victim. that serve at the end of the day? Nobody. No one. Especially not yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You literally are just the only one who stays stagnant while everyone just continues moving forward and you're just stuck there yeah. in this, you know, like spiral of like this happened to me. Of sadness. It could have been this. What could have been? What could have oh, been? Oh, God. Do you know what sadness shit. attracts? More sad people. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're at a low vibe, then low vibe people yep. attract, Literally. like, are attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I thought, okay, fuck it. I made the call at a, in around, like, June. I'm like, it's not happening. It's clearly not happening. Yeah. But I'm not fucking renewing this lease in Surrey Hills. I need a change. Yeah. I need a change. Like, the house was great. Yeah. Didn't, like, the house, I mean, the location was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. House was all right. And the two girls I lived with were fine. Like, we weren't tight mates, but we were fine. We got along. It was fine. Yeah. So... I was like, I need a change. So I'm just going to put it out there and start looking at like one bedroom or studio apartment. It literally happened I within a week alone. though. She yes. was like, I'm just going to start looking. Yep. Then she was like, I'm looking at this place tomorrow. And yep. then that the was first it. one that I saw was the one on the wharf. And mm. I was like, holy shit. And because of COVID, the price had dropped dramatically. considerably. So I was mm. like, I need to check this out. Called the agent. He's like, oh, the inspection's on the weekend, but you can come in tomorrow. I was like, yep, sure. So I went in the next day and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, done, 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 done. And that was... I had to pay double rent for like six weeks, I think it was. That was, yeah, but you literally just went with it and I it just all worked it. out. Well, look, it all worked out. Like yeah. it all worked out because I ended up moving there. It was incredible. It's been, it was an expander for me because I got there, I was in my own space. It was such a beautiful creative space for me mm. and I've been able to like, um, what's the time? Sorry, we just don't want to. Okay, sweet. So I've been able to do so much in the in the way of like, yeah, like my podcast. I feel like I just became way more creative doing the move. And then I met Tyrone 
in my building. Exactly. So it's just a win, 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 win. All meant to be. It's all meant to be. Mm-hmm. So love that so much. That's a beautiful story. That's a fucking expander, guys, just FYI. That, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. A, a what, massive expander. You're definitely one of my expanders. Thank you. You are. You're one of my expanders for sure. Stop it. Okay, how to distance yourself from clingy people. Just get really familiar with the word no. (laughs) And boundaries. If you put boundaries in place at the beginning, it helps along the way. Yeah, yeah. Really set the tone with like these clingy people. But I know that people can become clingy over time. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if you can set your boundaries early on and learn when to like you need to put yourself first and – Protect yeah. yourself from their clinginess. My main thing, yeah. My one thing that I always say is you've got to teach people how to treat you or how you will be treated, mm. you know? So for me, like I've got a very clingy friend mm. and <laughs> he um legend, fucking legend. But he would message all the time, mm. constantly. So the way I would, I guess, set my um boundary was that if I message instantly. There's another message back. You could be all day messaging back and forth. Yeah. So what I would do is I would purposely just be like, I'm not going to open that until I have time to open that. You mm. know, it's it's definitely not urgent because if it was urgent, it would be a phone call that yeah. he would call me and be fine. So what I would do is like when I do have the time, it could be four hours later. I'd then so if someone's really clingy and expecting you to answer now, 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 you set the tone immediately saying I'm not at your beck and call. I'm not going to answer immediately. If it's an emergency, of course you have my number. But yeah. you know. I think that's one of the ways you could do it. It's really good. Yeah. And you learn mm. how to do it with each person. Yeah. Everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten better at that this year. And then let's do one final question. Yeah. How do you move on? Obviously, we haven't had the shittest year. No. But how do you move on from the shittest year in modern history? I'm sorry you've had a shitty year. I think you've got to look at this as... Like, there's always something that comes out of it. Well, everything there's happens always... for, like, a reason. It's either a lesson or it's... You can get a lesson, a reason to grow. We've all had bad things happen. So obviously this year was good for me. But we've all been in a situation where at the time something happened and we only saw the bad. We we couldn't say what good came of it. But if you are alive, Mm. you can take something out of it, something good out of it. Yeah. You know? There's a silver lining in everything. There's going to be a silver lining. So what I would do to move on is to look at the year, like summarize the whole year for yourself and say – how will this serve me for next year? How will these experiences serve my future self? Because even if they were the worst experiences, mm. did it make you grow? Did it make you lose people that you didn't need in your life anymore? Yeah. Did it make you lose a job but it made you realize that that wasn't your passion anyway? So it kind of sh- thrusted you in a direction that maybe you weren't ready for but it's the right thing for you. Yeah. There's all these things that could happen in the shittest year ever, for sure. Mm. Um, but you've got to look at it as – because if you look at it as like – an open question like that, like how will this now serve me? You're then looking at all the potential benefits of something that was so shit. If you mm. look at it as like this has ruined me, mm. then you're thinking you're you're closed off, not growing, not growing, not growing. And that's also going back to that like sadness attracts sadness. Like if you oh want to sit there and dwell, enjoy yourself, but yeah. you're going to only attract more feelings like well, that. Yeah, like attracts like, right? Exactly. If you think a sad thought, it's very easy to think another sad thought. So yeah. Yeah, and it is. It, don't get me wrong. Like it can be difficult to focus on the positives when you've been beaten down and bashed yeah. up. But the more you can do it, like if you like, there's what is it? Isn't Abraham Hicks says if you can yes. fo- focus focus on a positive feeling or a positive 
thought for 17 seconds, 17 seconds, more thoughts similar to that will join it. So even if you can do it for 17 seconds and yep. just work on that, yep. you, it'll become more natural and your brain will just start thinking in a more positive exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Well, like that, I think I feel that that flew, but we are going to, yeah, we'll wrap up that episode. That was good. That was just a nice casual chat. I love this. (laughs) 2021, guys, is going to be a big fucking year. I think I'm going to do, I think I should do uh, like maybe like a Facebook live at the very end of the year for anyone that's got spare time around like after Christmas who just wants to fuck around and we can talk about like maybe goal setting or something oh, yeah, for that's 2021. I, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like actionable, tan- like proper goals that you can measure, yep. you know, and action. I'm the worst at setting yep. goals. I will be joining that. So, sure. yeah, this will be great. This yeah. will be great. Love it. So, guys, you're not going to see Liv on my stories for the next two weeks because she is going to Queensland. Um, we, are so we are still friends. We are still friends. I know if I if I, people haven't seen me, you on my Instagram for a while, they're like, are you fighting? I'm like, no. No, I'm just, I also have another life. I'm very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, like Lucy and Nikki have that with Tammy because she wasn't on their stories for a bit. Ah. And everyone's like, why are you fighting? They're like, we love her. We're just busy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be a sad two weeks without you. I know, I know, devastated. Sad. I know, I know. We're going to have to FaceTime all We will. Time. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Arivia. Thanks for having me. I love you. Love you. Illy, Illy so much. Illy. What are you? <laughs> Guys. I wish we had like a tally of how many hours we spent together this week. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a Spotify wrap-up. Like oh, just like oh a yearly wrap-up of our friendship. Of our friendship. I'm going to make How it. many times did I scream, Olivia? <laughs> <laughs> yearly wrap-up. 5,000 times. Oh, my yep. God. Imagine. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I love this for us. All right. Thank you guys so much. Um, hope you enjoyed the episode. And, yeah. Let's Happy New this. Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> or how my auntie in Uruguay says, Merry Cheerman. So <laughs> I love her. So cute. All right. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Danke.